All right, everybody, welcome to the pilot episode of The Everything Show. This is the the podcast where we talk about any and everything. Anything from WWE, wrestling to video games, sports, music, what's in the media, anything anything that's going on will be talked about on this podcast, which is why it's called The Everything Show. And uh, I am your host, Prophecy. They call me Prophecy. That's my name, Prof, Prophecy, whatever you want to call me. But um, today's episode is just basically going to be about the WWE because, as you know, as most people know, it is WrestleMania weekend. And what's bigger than WrestleMania weekend? A lot of things, but whatever. Um, we're going to touch base on the Hall of Fame, uh, NXT New Orleans, and the big show, um, WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania 34. So first we're going to touch on the Hall of Fame ceremony. The Hall of Fame ceremony was beautiful. I loved it. I was into it. Um, there was a lot of jokes, a lot of humor, a lot of, you know, heartfelt speeches. And there was a lot of talk of Owen Hart. A lot of the inductees brought up Owen Hart, had nice speeches about him. Yeah, it was uh, it was very touching. And um, I, was, I was drawn in. I was definitely drawn in. And... I feel like everybody that was in the Hall of Fame 2018 class, I feel like they deserve it. Are there people who deserve it more than certain ones? Yes. But these guys also deserve it. Don't try to take it away from any of them. They all deserve it. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is that if you listen to Goldberg's speech, I feel like he was a little cocky. He was a little cocky up there on that stage. You should go back and listen to a speech. That's just my opinion. Maybe I was just reading him wrong, but I feel like he was being cocky. Um, yeah, just in case you don't know who was inducted in, we had uh, Goldberg, Jeff Jarrett, we had uh, Mark Henry, the Dudley Boys, Hillbilly Jim, we had Ivory, um, oh, and we had, uh, the young man, uh, Jarius JJ, I forgot his last name, but he uh, was the Warrior Award recipient. So I feel like this was a nice class of 2018. Like I said, overall, I enjoyed it. And if you haven't watched it, you should go back and look at it also. It's, it's worth the time. I watched every minute. I didn't step away from the screen at all. Next, we're going to touch base on NXT, people. As we know, NXT pay-per-views always steal the show. Hands down, always above WWE pay-per-views. NXT pay-per-views still the show, and this is this isn't going to be any any different. We have Jar- Johnny Gargano going against Tommaso Ciampa. As you know, Johnny Gargano had a basically a career versus championship match against uh, Andrade Almas, and he lost thanks to Tommaso Ciampa. So this match is going to be crazy. It's an unsanctioned match. It's going to be ridiculous. We're going to see a lot of stunts, a lot of a lot of everything, and we're going to be drawn into this match. I'm telling you right now. And we also have the NXT Women's Championship match. Ember Moon is defending her championship against Shayna Baszler. 
I feel as though Shayna Baszler is going to take the championship tonight. This is just my opinion. This is just my opinion because I think it's about time Ember Moon gets called up to the main roster. And I'd rather see her go to SmackDown than Raw. I'm, I feel like SmackDown is is lacking in the women's division a little bit. So I'd rather see her go to SmackDown than Raw. So um, don't quote me. But Shayna Baszler is walking away with that championship tonight. We also have a triple threat tag team championship match. And the winners of this match will also be the winner of the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic Tournament. We have Undisputed Error, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, and the Authors of Pain. Now, last year, or the last uh, Dusty Rhodes Cup, you know, Authors of Pain won. Now, are they going to win this year? I don't know, man. You have to undisputed error. Now, as you know, uh, Adam Cole will be uh, replacing, I believe his name is Kyle O'Reilly in this match. I believe it was Kyle who got uh, injured. So, he'll be in this match. He'll be in two matches of the night, probably. Which uh, brings me to my next point, which is the North American Championship match. North American Championship ladder match, may I say. Which is going to include Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and EC3. Now, my pick to win this match... I have two actually. It's gonna be Adam Cole or Velveteen Dream. I just, I just have a feeling one of those is gonna win. Um, the other names aren't as big in, in NXT. Ricochet is big. He's big around the world, but I'm talking about in NXT. Velveteen Dream has has a lot of momentum. He's he's basically knocked down every obstacle in his way in NXT. And Adam Cole. He's Adam Cole, baby. Like, come on now. So, um, that's definitely going to be a match to see. Plus, it's a ladder match, man. Who doesn't want to see a classic ladder match? I do. And that brings me to what what I believe is going to be the main event of the night. It's going to be Aleister Black versus Andrade Cien Almas, people, for the NXT Championship. Now... I'm going to say Aleister Black is going to win this championship tonight because I've also heard rumors that they're going to be calling Andrade up after WrestleMania. So, I'm 99.999% sure we're going to see Aleister Black take away that championship tonight. And plus, he's Aleister Black, man. This man is undefeated in singles competition NXT and singles competition not tag team not you know what I mean fatal four ways I'm talking about like singles singles competition I don't think he's been pinned it's one or the other but Aleister Black is walking away with that championship tonight and we're gonna move on to the Wrestlemania portion Wrestlemania this is we have a lot of matches that are going to catch our attention. I'm going to start off with uh, the Cruiserweight Championship match. That um, that match is going to be something to see. We have Mustafa Ali 
versus uh, Alex. What's, what's his name? Alexander. I forgot his name to be honest, because I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't tune in the 205 live, but this match is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have nothing to say about that match to be honest. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. But I'm gonna move on to my next match, which is the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Now this this can go this can go a lot of different ways. You have the Miz, the Miz, who who's one of the workhorses in WWE today. He's on the road to becoming the longest reigning Intercontinental Championship. I don't know. I mean, Intercontinental Champion. I don't know how many days he has left. So WWE can go ahead and let him hold the title till then, and then take it away. Sort of how they did the uh, the New Day when they broke Demolition's uh, tag team championship reign. I think they lost it about two or three weeks later. They could do that with the Miz, or they can go ahead and give it to Seth because right now Seth is just kind of not in a main storyline you know Seth is a main event player you know so it's like they can go ahead and give this to Seth or they can give it to Finn man Finn fucking Balor like that's that's it's just a toss up in this match you don't know who's gonna win WWE can go either way all three of these guys would deserve it no matter who wins Finn Miz or Seth it doesn't matter who wins it's, it's, it's sure to be a good match now moving on to the United States championship match from Smackdown Live which is Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev Day but um uh, I don't want to see Randy Orton with the championship I want him to lose it tonight I'm pretty sure he's going to lose it tonight and when he does lose it I feel like the most deserving at this moment is Rusev. Out of out of all four of these men on SmackDown Live, he has the most heat. He has the most momentum. Ru- the Rusev Day gimmick was the best thing that happened to him recently because he he was he was losing a lot of heat. He was just up in limbo, just doing anything on SmackDown Live. Rusev Day was the best thing that happened to him recently. And I feel like he deserves the championship tonight. Um, if WWE does decide to go the wrong way, which is keeping it on Randy, which I believe nobody really wants to see, or giving it to Jinder Mahal just to try to keep him relevant, um, I just think those are the wrong moves. Give it to Rusev. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody wants to see Rusev Day with a, with a championship. Give him give him the United States Championship. He deserves it at the moment. Bobby Roode. I honestly don't think Bobby Roode should have lost it to Randy Orton at the uh, the Fast Lane pay per view. I don't think he should have lost it. I think Bobby should have held it till WrestleMania, and then probably lost it to Rusev. But um, I'm not a writer in WWE, am I? Uh, moving on, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the women's battle royal. Um, I don't know who's gonna win that. Um, they might give it to Becky Lynch. They might give it to a debuting superstar. We don't know who's gonna debut. 
we don't know who's going to return. So that's going to be a, a big mystery there. But they might give it to Becky Lynch. Everybody knows everybody loves Becky Lynch. They may give it to Becky Lynch. They might give it to somebody like Natalia. I don't know. They all deserve it. Not they all, but Becky Lynch or Natalia deserves it. And that's going to bring me to the, uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I don't know who's going to win that. Um, My pick to win is a returning superstar. I'm thinking Samoa Joe, maybe. Maybe Big Cass returns tonight and wins it. You never know. That Those type of matches are full of surprises. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to win. Like, I didn't think Mojo Raleigh was going to win last year, but... He won. So, and I'm what? What does a win mean for a superstar? We know Baron Corbin won. Did his career elevate a little? A little, not not to the fullest potential, but his career elevated. He was in the main event picture a little bit on SmackDown Live. Now Mojo Riley, on the other hand, his career never went anywhere he did that little split with Zack Ryder and what have we seen from him since nothing so um keep an eye on that match we're gonna move on to the triple threat tag team championship match from Smackdown Live we have the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers now we all know Usos on a new day can tear the house down. They tear it the hell down. Now you add in the blood, the Bludgeon Brothers, which are these these brutes, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, these big brutes. There's gonna be a lot of destruction in this match. I'm I'm calling tables being broken. I'm calling a lot of moves we haven't seen. It's it's gonna be a crazy match. But my prediction for this match. The Usos walk out with the championships intact. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary, baby. Now I'm going to move on to the the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Jesus, this is probably one of the most interesting storylines going on at the moment. As we all know, at least I hope we all know, Braun Strowman won. A tag team battle royal match, which gave him a shot at the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. But it's a tag team battle royal match. So we're stuck with Braun Strowman having to find a partner to go against the bar for the Raw Tag Team Championships. There's just a long list of names, of speculated names, that could be Braun Strowman's tag team partner we've heard Elias we've heard um, just big cash returning and doing it like we don't know who his partner is going to be and that's probably the most entertaining storyline on Raw at the moment and it's going to come to an end tomorrow at the show of shows so Who's, who's your choice to be the, the Braun Strowman's partner? I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know. Also, will we see The Undertaker tonight? I don't know. John Cena's been calling him out heavy, and we've seen nothing from him. The closest thing we've seen to him was Kane, but we've heard nothing from The Undertaker. Will we see him tonight at WrestleMania? I don't know. I don't know. We have Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Hands down, Nia's going to win. If Alexa wins, I'm going to be kind of upset. I feel like Nia deserves it. She's been grinding since NXT. She's been improving in the ring, improving on the mic, everything. Nia deserves it tonight. She deserves it. We also have, whew, this is going to be a good match. Charlotte versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Championship versus Streak, people. I don't think Charlotte is going to break break Asuka's streak. Asuka's going to walk away with that SmackDown Live Women's Championship tonight. Mark my words. We have Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Now, as you've seen in the past couple of weeks, Ronda Rousey has been really rusty on her wrestling moves. You can see when she tried to uh, deliver the Samoan drop to Stephanie McMahon. But she's been training. She's been doing what she got to do. This match is sure to deliver. It's sure to deliver. Um, we also have Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. The returning Daniel Bryan. we all been waiting for it. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon returning to face Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This match was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. I thought it was going to be Shane versus uh, Sammy, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But after they attacked Daniel Bryan, I knew what was going to happen, you guys. I knew it. It was coming. And I'm ready for it. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. We've all been speculating since last year's WrestleMania. There's been rumors. There's been and and once Roman Reigns won the Elimination Chamber, it was kind of confirmed the rumors that they were going to give Roman the championship at WrestleMania 34. Because I don't know if most of you know Brock's negotiating contracts with UFC, so he'll probably be gone for now. And the match that everybody wanted to see and we're glad it finally happened wwe listened they listened for once aj styles versus shinsuke nakamura they tore the house down in new japan they're here in wwe trying to do it again this this match i hope it's the main event it might not be it'll suck if it's if it's Brock versus Roman, I hope Shinsuke versus AJ is the main event. I'm calling Shinsuke walking out with the championship. Shinsuke deserves it. AJ Styles deserves it too. But it would just make the rivalry that much better. Um, Any call-ups that you guys think we'll see from NXT? Any debuts you think we'll see on the Raw and SmackDown Live after WrestleMania? Um, any any predictions you guys have, hit me up. Let me know them. Give me your opinion. I like to hear opinions about wrestling. I love it. 
I love talking to other wrestling heads who love WWE and any other promotion also. You know, this has been the Everything Show. I appreciate you guys. Prophecy out. Y'all have a nice night, day, evening, whatever it is where you guys are. Everything Show, people. All right, people, it's your boy Prophecy back again with another episode of The Everything Show. You know why we call it that. I don't have to keep telling you. Um, so tonight was WrestleMania 34, and I was a little disappointed. No, that's an understatement. I was very disappointed with the show. Um, there was no special appearances there was no returns there was it was just it felt like a regular extra long pay-per-view to me you know it felt like a fast lane it felt like a a backlash it felt like a a no mercy you know it just felt like a a regular pay-per-view to me um i'm just gonna go through some of the results with you guys um uh, wow. The winner of the Andre the Giant M- Memorial Battle Royal was uh, Woken Matt Hardy. Uh, that was an uh, interesting win there. We saw the return of Bray Wyatt after he, uh, you know, dipped into the lake of reincarnation at the Hardy co- compound. He, uh, he appeared in the match, helped Ma- Matt Hardy win the match. So that was, um, that was an interesting thing that happened there. The, the winner of the first ever women's memorial battle royal uh, match was Naomi. It came down to Bailey and Naomi. Uh, Naomi was knocked out of the match earlier, uh, earlier in the match. So when Bailey eliminated Sasha Banks, uh, uh, Bailey thought that she won when she turned around. Who does she see standing across her in that ring? Naomi. Naomi uh, went on to perform the rear view on to Bailey and throwing her over the top rope. The winner of the Cruiserweight uh, Championship was Cedric Alexander. This was all of the matches that I've said so far took place on the kickoff show. So I'm going to get into. Um, wow. I'm sorry, I'm just a little disappointed with this WrestleMania. So, uh, I'm going to start off first with my biggest disappointment. The uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Bar versus Braun Strowman and a partner of his choosing. I was thinking it was going to be somebody spectacular. Maybe somebody from NXT. Maybe a returning superstar to WWE. No. What Braun Strowman did was going to the crowd and grab a 10-year-old boy named Nicholas and say, hey, you're going to be my partner. And that's all she wrote. (laughs) And they won the championships with Nicholas sitting on the apron, just sitting there. Braun Strowman handled it all. Nicholas and Braun Strowman are the new WWE Tag Team Raw champions um another disappointment 
was the uh, the United States Championship match. You know, we had Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Rusev versus Jinder Mahal. In my previous podcast, I told you my prediction was for Rusev to win because he has the he he's the most over at the moment. Ever since his Rusev Day gimmick. But no. WWE proceeds to try to make Jinder Mahal relevant again. And Jinder Mahal was the winner of this fatal four-way match, you guys. Now let's move on to a, um, a couple of matches, uh, a couple of the other matches. Um, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H establishing Matt. That was actually a good match. I wasn't expecting that good of a showing from Ronda. But we all know she's been training her ass off for this match. And she definitely came through. Um, it was definitely a back and forth match because you know Triple H and Stephanie. They always have underhanded tactics under their belt. But Ronda definitely pulled through. Making Stephanie McMahon tap out after seemingly breaking her arm. As she said she would. That was a that was an okay match. That was an okay match. Uh, Let's move on to the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship match. The New Day versus the Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers. This match was a one-sided match with shades of Fastlane. So if you watch WWE Fastlane, you know how this match went. And you probably already know who the winners were just by me saying that. The Bludgeon Brothers are the new WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. It was a one-sided match. They they dominated just like they they whooped both teams' asses at Fastlane. That's exactly what happened at WrestleMania. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a little more from the New Day, a little more from um, the Usos, but them winning the championships basically. Is making me feel like one of the rumors that I heard is going to come true. And that's AOP, Authors of Pain from NXT, coming to SmackDown Live. Because who else is going to take the championships off of the Bludgeon Brothers? They did a good job at building the Bludgeon Brothers up as this monstrous tag team that can't be defeated. So I feel like AOP is getting a call up SmackDown Live this week. Um... Before I continue, I wanted to uh, just say that there were some good entrances. There weren't as many as I thought there were going to be, but there were some good entrances. We had Seth Rollins. His entrance was nice. He came out with like these metallic blue contacts in his eyes. His uh, his whole thing was like blue. It was it was lit. I loved it. It was cool. It was something new. Uh, Charlotte Flair also had. A really great entrance. She came out to her uh, her father's um, theme song at the beginning, and then it was kind of a beat change. She had these, uh, I guess, these servants walking with her because you know she's the queen. Yeah, that was a that was a good entrance. Triple H and Stephanie's entrance was lit. It was lit. It was lit. They came out, you know, Triple H's theme song. 
they came out on motorcycles. Uh, Triple H came out with a, a bandana on. They boasted on an apron and did Triple H's, you know, signature water spit. You know, we, what we all did when we were kids. Yeah, that, that was a, a cool ass entrance. And then Shinsuke Nakamura. Probably hands down the best entrance of the night. He had his own personal guitarist. I forgot the young lady's name, but she's one of the best female guitarists in the world. She had a whole, I mean, he had a whole band playing his thing. It was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. He had the best entrance hands down. Uh, but getting back into the matches. <sighs> oh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. The match started with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens attacking them from behind. Uh, Kevin Owens power bombed Daniel Bryan onto the apron. Seemingly, Daniel Bryan would be out the match. Shane McMahon was fighting Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens two on one for most of the match. Daniel Bryan came in, fired up, kicking ass, taking names. But uh, essentially, he made Sami Zayn tap out. So you know they are now fired from SmackDown Live, which could only mean one thing, which is why they say it so specifically. They are fired from SmackDown Live, which only means they're going to make the move to Monday Night Raw starting Monday, most likely. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship match. I called this in my previous podcast also. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. It seemingly was a one-sided match, but you know they couldn't let Alexa Bliss go out like that. Nia Jax ultimately finished the match with a Samoan drop off the top rope on Alexa Bliss. Which crowns Nia Jax is our new WWE Raw Women's Champion. Uh, what else did we have? Oh, the Intercontinental Championship match. Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Arguably, this is probably the, the best match of the night. In my opinion. Because like I told you, this 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 WrestleMania was kind of bland. It was nothing spectacular. There was nothing that really stood out. But this, this was definitely a good match. It was really back and forth between all three men. You didn't really know who was going to win. Because they all have their own right to that championship. But uh, ultimately, the winner was... Seth freaking Rollins. He um he performed a double curb stomp on Finn Balor and the Miz and pinned the Miz to win the championship. It was it was it was cool. It was cool. I enjoyed the match. Now I'm gonna get into a couple of the biggest shockers of the night. I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you was listening, but uh I left out a, a couple of specific mat- matches on purpose just to get to this biggest shocker section. Hands down to me, 
I think this shocker would be about, I'm going to do them from least shocking to the biggest shocker. Least shocking. The Undertaker showed up to face John Cena. But I will tell you, it was a one-sided match. Undertaker dominated John Cena in that match. So it wasn't it wasn't really believable to me. I think John Cena got one move off and that was like a a back suplex. That was it. He he didn't get any other move off. He didn't get his signature shoulder blocks. He didn't get the five knuckle shuffle. He didn't get anything. It was a one-sided match. Undertaker won. Um next next in line. I'ma say Charlotte. Charlotte defeated Asuka to end the undefeated streak. That blew my fucking mind because I I feel like most of us, most of us, most of us fans did not think they were going to let Charlotte end the streak right now because there was rumors that she was going to hold that streak all the way till next year's WrestleMania to fight Ronda Rousey. And Ronda was possibly going to end the streak. That was that was the talk. I don't think most of us thought that Charlotte was going to be the one to end the streak, but she did. It was that was a good match. That that was probably up there with best match of the night. That was uh, a superb match. I enjoyed every second of it. Moving on to number two on the biggest shocker list Shinsuke Nakamura turned heel on AJ Styles AJ Styles picked up the victory they hugged it out at the end Shinsuke Nakamura grabbed the title got on his knees on one knee handed AJ Styles the championship and then proceeded to low blow AJ Styles Gave him that low blow and then proceeded to stomp a mud hole in this man and walk it dry. Stomped him to the outside of the ring. Let him get up. Hit him with the Kinshasa knee strike. That was it. We saw a new attitude of Shinsuke Nakamura and I loved it. I loved it. I was waiting for this. I wanted it and I got it. Hands down, probably one of the best moments of the night. Now, my number one biggest shocker, and I feel like we, I feel like WWE swerved us because too many of us was was on to what they were trying to do, and that is Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns. I feel like that was the biggest swerve ever for the simple fact that we knew what they were trying to do. We knew they were trying to put Roman over to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. They've been talk they basically had this plan since last year's WrestleMania. And be- I feel as though because too much of a- too many of us was on it, they switched it around on us. As soon as we thought we had the answers, they switched the question on us people. That was a smart move, but I was I feel like I was a little disappointed because I don't want Brock Lesnar to keep the championship if we're only going to see him, what, 
three times a year defended. Three or four times a year. Which I believe is what? Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. There's one more I know I'm forgetting, but yeah, that upset me. Now, there has been talks of Bobby Lashley signing a new contract with WWE. He's coming over, and he's supposed to be the guy to take that championship from Brock Lashley. I'm hoping that's true. I'm hoping that's true because I want to see that. I want to see Bobby Lashley. As you know, he he built his brand. He built he built himself up in TNA ridiculously. He was the Brock Lesnar in TNA. He was that guy. So it was um it was good to hear that. Like I said, that's just a rumor right now. There's nothing confirmed. But I would love to see it. I believe I covered every match. I believe. Yeah, so basically if give me you guys' opinion on WrestleMania. Like I said, it was it was disappointing to me. I don't know if they were they're saving the returns and the debuts for, you know, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live, but I feel like they did not deliver with WrestleMania, they did it. Top three matches. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Charlotte and Asuka. And number three, I'd probably... I'd probably have to give it to uh, Nia Jax and uh, Alexa Bliss, people. This WrestleMania wasn't really worth it. Uh, I'm not really happy. As you can see, I don't sound as excited as I did when I did that NXT podcast. I don't sound excited at all, do I? Because it was disappointing. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night and SmackDown Live on Tuesday. Maybe my mood might get a little better. Because you never know what's going to happen on the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, give me you guys' give me you guys' opinion on WrestleMania. I give it a three three stars out of five. That's what I give it. There was no special guests. There was no special moments. There was no returning of legends or nothing. Like it was just. Like I said, it just felt like an extra long fast lane or some shit. Whatever. But I appreciate you guys tuning into the Everything Show. Be sure to leave your comments and opinions. Send the messages to me. I'll, um, I'll air you guys' messages on my podcast. Um, Prophecy out, you guys. Appreciate y'all. Alright everybody, it's your boy Prophecy back again, again, again and again with another episode of The Everything Show. This is uh, just going to be my wrap up of the WWE week, people. We had WrestleMania. Like I told you guys in my previous podcast, I was not all excited about WrestleMania. We had a little, a little surprises on Monday Night Raw and uh, SmackDown Live. 
Uh, but I feel like SmackDown Live could have been a little better. We had uh, the arrival of uh, AOP on Monday Night Raw. Um, they had a what about a two-minute match? It was it was cool to see them on the main roster, but I would have rather them been on SmackDown. Cause on SmackDown, the the tag team scene is a little is a little watery at the moment. We I'm actually tired of seeing New Day versus the Usos. Yes, they have great matches, but I would just love to see a different tag team in the mix. And we have the Bludgeon Brothers as tag team champions right now. So I thought it would have been good for AOP to challenge the Bludgeon Brothers. Because the way they dominated the New Day and the Usos, it wouldn't even be believable at this point if one of those teams beat the Bludgeon Brothers. It wouldn't be believable. In my eyes, it would not be believable. Uh, We had the arrival of Ember Moon on Monday Night Raw, people. That was um. That was pretty cool. Like that's another person that I thought they were gonna put on SmackDown because the SmackDown's Diva division isn't all that stacked either. We have we have Charlotte who's up there. We have Naomi who could put on a show. Natalia. But but who else? Who else do we have? The Riot Squad could do a little something, but who else do we have? Who do we have that's going to be that next contender for the Women's Championship on SmackDown? Who do we have? Uh, send me your answers and a message to the podcast, people. You you may have an opinion that, uh, that I may want to hear. I mean, I want to hear all you guys' opinions, but I want to put it on the podcast. I would like other people to hear you guys' opinions also, not just me. Um... We saw the arrival of Bobby Lashley, the return of the Dominator, Bobby Lashley, who's been doing his thing on the, uh, the independent scene. For most people who don't know, he has been in TNA for a while, dominating. He was basically TNA's Brock Lesnar. He was like just this undefeated as beast in TNA, not undefeated, but unbeatable as beast. And uh, and TNA. So I mean, I hope they bring that same momentum with him to the WWE. Uh, his first run didn't go as well. His first run in the WWE. I hope they do something with him this time, because Bobby Lashley is that guy. He's the fucking dominator, people. Uh, he had a little segment with Elias on Monday Night Raw. Um, it was it was cool. It was cool. But I'm hoping somewhere along the line we get to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Now I want to know what you got, who you guys is think Bobby Lashley should feud with first. His first feud in WWE. Send me your opinions so I could put it on the podcast. Next, we're gonna move on to SmackDown Live. Um. SmackDown Live was was a decent a decent show this week. I expected a little more. I expected uh, more debuts, more returns. You know, we saw D- 
Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, a match we thought we would never see in the WWE. It was an awesome match. We all know Daniel Bryan got the talent. We all know AJ Styles got the talent. The match was WrestleMania caliber, in my opinion. It was definitely WrestleMania caliber. It was it was a nice match. Uh, we had the um, the Usos beat the New Day for the chance to face the Bludgeon Brothers for the uh, SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Like I said, it wouldn't be believable if the Usos beat the Bludgeon Brothers. Just how badly they dominated them at WrestleMania and at Fastlane. They dominated them. It was like it was like when when Brock Lesnar faced John Cena and we thought John Cena was going to have a fighting chance but Brock Lesnar just dominated his ass. It was like that. And they didn't just dominate the Usos. They dominated the New Day at the same damn time. Like so it wouldn't be believable if now the Usos were to pick up a victory over the Bludgeon Brothers. Which is why, like I said, I thought they were going to bring AOP to SmackDown. Two big-ass teams going against each other. Agile as hell. Come on now. Book it. Book it. And I believe the highlight of SmackDown Live, SmackDown Live's highlight, was the iconic duo debuting on um on SmackDown Live. While Charlotte was giving a little promo, they debuted, beat her down, beat her down. And what happens as they're walking up the ramp? Carmella runs down to the ring and cashes in her money in the bank briefcase. Now, at this point, I'm like, okay, something's going to happen. They're not going to let her cash it in because this is like the sixth time she's tried to cash it in. And every time she's tried to cash it in, something happened to the point where she didn't get a chance to cash it in. Whether she dropped the briefcase, somebody attacked her, or whatever. Or she changed her mind. But she actually cashed it in and pinned Charlotte Flair to become the SmackDown Live Women's champion that was the highlight of the show because i've been waiting for that for a while i'm ready for them to put carmella on that on that pedestal i'm ready for it i i am definitely ready for it because me me with wwe um i'm tired of seeing the same people on top like for instance randy orton randy orton should not have won that number one contenders match to face uh, Jinder Mahal for the United States Championship at Backlash. He shouldn't have won that. Now that's now that's something that I feel strongly on. I When it comes to that, I honestly don't care what anybody has to say about that. Randy Orton should not be in that match. Randy Orton should not have beat Bobby Roode for the championship at Fastlane. He shouldn't have. I understand they were probably in a spot. They were like, damn, Randy Orton's going to be left off the card at WrestleMania. So what? So what? He's been here long enough. He's accomplished almost everything. And he's had his spotlight for way too long. And it's still shining bright. When is the light bulb going to go out? 
Because you're like sacrificing this talent for Randy Orton. Like that RKO out of nowhere shit is 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 played out now. You can kind of tell when the RKOs are coming. It's just it's just played out. And I'm not a Randy Orton hater. I, I actually love Randy Orton. But I believe his time in the spotlight should have been over. Like Bobby Roode could have kept that championship till WrestleMania. He could have went one-on-one with Jinder Mahal or Rusa. Somebody. Another person that I feel like WWE is not using good enough right now is Ty Dillinger. The perfect 10, people. Ty Dillinger is that man. Why is he not getting matches? Why is he not getting TV time? Like, what's what's going on? I need Ty Dillinger to get some TV time. Where's Dolph Ziggler? Like, why are they keeping him off TV? And you guys know next week, next week is the Superstar Shakeup. So you know these superstars are going to be flopping from Raw to SmackDown and from SmackDown to Raw. Now, my I have a couple picks on who I want to go where. I want Seth Rollins on SmackDown. I want Seth Rollins on SmackDown. I want Elias on SmackDown. I want Finn Balor on SmackDown. I want AOP on SmackDown. Now, who do I want on Raw? I feel as though um, Natalia can go to Raw. I feel as though Dolph Ziggler needs to go to Raw. Uh, who else do I got in my head, people? I don't, I don't really know. I can't really think of too many superstars that I, I would like to go to Raw. Now, the reason for my choices, those superstars that I picked to go to SmackDown, is because Smack, SmackDown is seen as the B-show, for whatever reason. Even though SmackDown has some of the best storylines, some of the best material, and everything, they're seen as the B-show. So, somebody like Finn Balor, I mean, he doesn't need the championship, but Finn Balor has a better chance of getting the championship on SmackDown than he does on Raw. Seth Rollins has a better chance of getting the championship on SmackDown than he does on Raw. Elias, who is one of my favorites at the moment, has a better chance of getting either the WWE Championship or the United States Championship on SmackDown. Like it, SmackDown is like the show where people like Elias can get a championship. They're not going to get them on Raw with people like Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, The Miz. Like, they're not they're not gonna give the championships to people like and now that you they got Bobby Lashley now. Like, come on now. They're not gonna give the championship to to somebody like Elias. You know? So it's like I feel as though some of those some of those superstars who we know are very talented and got it in them. 
should come over to SmackDown because they'll have a better chance of actually making a legacy, capturing a championship, things of that nature. Now, I don't know if y'all if y'all heard, but Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns will be going one on one again at the uh, the pay per view in India on April twenty seventh. The uh, the greatest Royal Rumble ever. The 50-man Royal Rumble pay-per-view in India. So, um, maybe Roman Reigns might capture the championship there. I hope so. Um, because apparently Brock Lesnar signed a multi-year deal with WWE. And he also has the contract with USC at the moment. But the reason he signed another deal with WWE... Is because uh, he has like some uh, some drug issues. I guess he was using some. He's on like a drug suspension from UFC, so he has to wait anywhere from like six to seven months before he can actually fight again. And he uh, he's only going to have one fight this year, I believe it was. So he signed a multi-year deal with WWE. Now I'm hoping he let Roman get that championship. But then my question is, where does that leave Brock now that he has that multi? year deal with WWE now another match that is scheduled for that pay-per-view is the Undertaker versus Rusev and a casket match where they came up with this match I don't know but it's the fucking Undertaker so I'm into it so that's um that's gonna be a match to see can take nothing away from Rusev but we we kinda already know the Undertaker's gonna win. That's that's the Undertaker's match. Casket match, buried alive, whatever. Those are the Undertaker's matches. Hell in a cell. You know. So that uh that pay per view is gonna be uh it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. And if people didn't get the news, next year WrestleMania is gonna be in New York City, people. And your boy will be there. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. But uh, that's all the news I have for you guys this week. I'll be uh, coming back to you guys next week with the next set of news I get in. I'll be delivering the news as I get it. Oh, and I do have one more thing. NXT released Sawyer Fulton for you guys who don't know who that is he was uh, one of the original members of Sanity until he uh, he sustained an injury and uh, Sanity kind of kicked his ass out and we all know that every year after Wrestlemania WWE starts doing their their firings so uh, as the firings come I'll be letting people know who's gone but appreciate you guys for coming here on the Everything Show tonight and letting me lay the smack it down on your candy asses. This is Prophecy, and I am out. Do you smell what the prof is cooking?
Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of The Everything Show. It's your boy, Prophecy. Uh, if you hear any wind or cars, it's because I am sitting outside. It's a nice little breeze out here and I want to enjoy the weather. So y'all going to enjoy it with me. But uh, we're going we're gonna to get right into it. A lot has happened this week on Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night Smackdown. As you know, this week was the Superstar Shake-Up, so a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. Um, so I'm going to get into, what, uh, a couple of the things that happened, a couple of the moves that was made, and the impact that I believe that it would have on, you know, each show. So the first move that was made was Jinder Mahal coming to Monday Night Raw. As you know, he was the United States champion, meaning he took the United States championship to Monday Night Raw. His first match on Monday Night Raw was against Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. And in a big upset, I believe it was a big upset, he um he lost. He lost the championship on his first night on, on Raw. So with that being said, Jeff Hardy is the new United States Champion. And he is our newest Grand Slam Champion. For those of you who don't know, he has held every title and the WWE. He's held them all now. Now with that being said, um that leaves a little bit of mystery for later on in my podcast cuz that means the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship is on Monday night raw. The next move, there was a match between Bailey and Sasha Banks. Who interrupts this match? The Riot Squad, looking better than ever. Like they they demolished Bailey and Sasha Banks. So that was the second move to Monday Night Raw from SmackDown. The Riot Squad. Who who else? Who I mean, I kind of figured this was going to happen. I feel like we all knew it was going to happen because they got fired from SmackDown. Where else could they go? They weren't just going to like literally, legitly fire Ken, uh, Sam, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They weren't going to do that. I almost called them Cammy, like AJ Styles. I don't. I can't believe I almost did that. But um. Yeah, so that was um that was a big move too because we both we all know that they uh in their own right they're both great superstars they're 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 both great so to have both of them on Monday Night Raw that was a big plus there um and during during the introduction of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on Monday Night Raw we also got the news that Daniel Bryan personally wanted the Miz back on SmackDown. So that was a uh, that was a double move there. We found out early that the Miz was going back to SmackDown within that segment with uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh whew. another move. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dolph Ziggler came to Monday Night Raw. He was in a segment with uh Titus Worldwide, Titus O'Neil, Apollo Crews, and Dana Brooke, they were trying to recruit him, but they interrupted him before he finished his statement. He was saying a lot of things has changed here on Monday Night Raw, and then he proceeded to say, and one thing that changed is that I didn't come here alone. And who appears to attack Titus Worldwide? Drew fucking McIntyre. I've been waiting for this for a while. 
I feel like they, they dropped the ball with Drew McIntyre the first time, and he showed what he could really be while he was in TNA, which is what most people do. Uh, WWE always drops the balls with certain superstars, and they go somewhere else, and then they see what those superstars could actually have been, and then they want them back. Prime example, Cody Rhodes, Bobby Lashley. Um, the list goes on, man. And Drew McIntyre was one of those people. He was he was one of those people. So I'm really happy with that move. I'm really happy Drew McIntyre's back. I'm not sure about him teaming with Dolph Ziggler because they are a team now. They are working together. But it, it could be interesting. I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll have to see. And it definitely spices up the uh, the tag team division on Monday Night Raw. Uh, a couple of the, uh, the other teams that have went over was uh, Breezango, which is Tyler Breeze and Fondango, if you didn't know that already. Um, the list goes on of uh, people who got traded. There were lesser people who aren't really important. Uh, Chad Gable got traded to Monday Night Raw. So, you know, that Shelton Benjamin Chad Gable thing is over and done with. Natalia got traded to Monday Night Raw. Natalia was another one. So um, that was uh, that was some good moves, but like I said, SmackDown definitely got the better end of the stick this time. Now remember, I told you, I told you that uh, oh, I forgot one more person who got traded to uh Monday Night Raw, and that was Bobby Roode, the glorious Bobby Roode. He did get traded to Monday Night Raw, so he is no longer on SmackDown at the moment. Now, like I said, SmackDown got the better end of the stick, and I'm about to get into that right now. Now, remember I said how the, uh, how the, uh, how was Raw going to have the Smack? I mean, the, uh, the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship? Here's the answer. Jeff Hardy is now on SmackDown Live with the United States Championship. His first match was against, you know, Shelton Benjamin. He's now a singles competitor. Now that Chad Gable is now on uh, Monday Night Raw. So, I was, I got, I, I'm not sure if that's a good move because he was a little rusty on the mic. It was like he didn't know what to say next. Shouting Benjamin, that is. That's what I'm talking about at the moment. Shouting Benjamin, it was just like he didn't know. It's like he's not his old self anymore. I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Jeff Hardy was victorious. It was um, it was a, it was a good match. It was a good match. Another big move. I feel like SmackDown cashed out with this guy. Samoa Joe is now on SmackDown Live. And I feel like Samoa Joe is going to be one of those top contenders on SmackDown Live. Just for the simple fact that he's Samoa fucking Joe. Who, who's who's really going to beat him? Nobody on Monday Night Raw really decimated him. Nobody really put him down on Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns couldn't do it. Seth Rollins couldn't do it. Fucking Brock Lesnar couldn't do it. Like, come on now. I'm not saying they didn't beat him. I'm saying nobody really decimated his ass in any match that he was ever in. He was always the one destroying in the match and somehow the other person always came up with the victory whatever but I feel like he's a big draw for Smackdown great draw for Smackdown 
Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Division really is about to heat up. We have uh, we have the Bar coming from Raw to SmackDown. We have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson coming over to SmackDown. We also have Sanity from NXT debuting on SmackDown, people. And in a backstage segment with Daniel Bryan, we saw the, the returning big cast on SmackDown. A couple of the other people who uh, who went over, Oscar, because you know Oscar went over. Um, uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville also went over. So, SmackDown definitely got the... Um, the bigger draw here they definitely they definitely did this time make sure you guys send me in your thoughts of you know what i mean the superstar shakeup, and let's get ready for this week of wwe entertainment people like let's let's get let's get ready for this week because it's only going to get better we're going to see how these people fit in and mold into their new roles we're going to see who's going to be their new feuds the most interesting angle i'm looking at right now is what they're going to do with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm trying to see what they're going to do with Big Cass. Because before he got injured, you know, he was on a big push. Big push. Big push to the top. But he got injured. So I really want to see what they do with him. I know I forgot a couple names that got moved. But that's because, to me, those names were not really that important. They're probably not going to make a... A big difference on either brand that they were on, so that's why I left their names out. Like people like Mojo Raleigh, like I don't think he's gonna make a difference now that he's on Raw, which is why I didn't want to mention his name, but I just did. So whatever. Make sure you guys send in your opinions of the Superstar Shakeup. Um, it, who you guys think is gonna make a bigger splash? Who's gonna move up? Who's gonna move down the card? Just um, let me know. There is a messaging feature on here that you can send your voice messages in, and I can feature them on my podcast. So make sure you guys use that feature, man. Um, I appreciate you guys. This has been Prophecy on the Everything Show. Uh, and I also want to apologize for the noise because there was a lot of people hooting and hollering outside for whatever reason. I mean, I'm, I'm from Baltimore. Yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, I appreciate you guys. This is Prophecy, the Everything Show. Let's get it.